Are you an astrology fan? Well, hold on to your seat because we're taking it to the next level with galactic astrology. I have to say, I was so curious about this. You know, the idea that not only have you had lives on Earth, but you've had lives in other star systems, in other galaxies, in other universes, possibly. Who knows? But that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode of the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. So stay tuned. This is Ronnie Ann Ryan, intuitive coach, and welcome to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. In this show, we'll talk about mystical methods, spiritual practices, and magic to grow spiritually, live well, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, connect with spirit, and embrace the magic that is all around you. May good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. In this episode of the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast, I'm speaking with Ulrika Sullivan, and this is her return visit. She's a former scientist turned author, intuitive spiritual life coach, galactic astrologer, yoga teacher, and energy healer. She's passionate about helping people connect with their intuition, energy, galactic heritage, and true selves to find inner calm, self-love, and life balance so they can live from the heart with more ease and flow. Ulrika is the author of Wisdom Beyond What You Know, How to Shift from Being Driven by the Mind to Living from the Heart and Intuition. She's also the creator of the New Light Living, See Your Life in a New Light podcast and founder of the Beyond Mind membership community. And you can find her at ulricasullivan.com, which you'll see in the show notes. Welcome, Ulrika. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Ronnie. It's so good to be back. Thank you for the invitation. Well, I'm thrilled you're here because we have new things to talk about. The biggest question on my mind, which might not be the first thing we do, is what is galactic astrology? Mm. I have never heard about (laughs) that, but we're going to save that juicy bit for a little while. I want to hear things have been changing and turning and evolving for you since the last time we spoke. So tell Tell me what's been going on for you. Like, what's your story today? I have been evolving as many of us uh, are feeling that we're getting curious about new things. And astrology has always been a passion of mine, um, you know, traditional Western tropical astrology. But when I came across in the past year here, an opportunity to get certified galactic astrologer. And I was like, yes, I just felt inside that's for me. And the reason for that is that in this practice, I get to use my intuitive skills, tapping into the Akashic records for somebody's soul journey and and combine that with astrology. So it's like, yeah, it's a win-win. That's what's been going on. I've been studying, I've been practicing, had A lot of interest, lots of readings. I use readings often as an accelerator or people are discovering that it's an accelerator for self-awareness and self-insight. And ultimately, we're here to kind of expand our consciousness now, right? So I know we're going to dive into this, but that's what I've been up to. Wow. Well, you have the biggest smile on your face. So obviously, (laughs) all of this is agreeing with you well, and it's making you happy. And that is such a beautiful thing. So that's just shining through all of your pores coming forward today. So (laughs) that's such a good thing. It's so interesting. Have you ever studied regular astrology? 
Yes, I've been uh, into astrology since I would say 2008, but I'm self-learned, right? So I don't have a degree in astrology, but oh. many of us are, are tapping into skills and knowledge that we may have had in past lives. Yes, so for me, astrology just like, <laughs> it just happened, right? And I dove right into it. And that's often a, an indicator that you know, okay, here's, here's something that I've done in the past. <laughs> That's very cool. Well, I must've had a face off or something about astrology because for me, you know, and I've told this story before, but I had two readings in my thirties, two astrology readings. And all I wanted to do was get married. Please, please, please. I just want to get married. I want to find a man. I want to get married. And I hadn't seriously dated anybody since I was in college. And, you know, where is he and all that stuff, which is how I became a dating coach from my own journey to find love and get married. Both astrologers told me, are you sure you want to get married? That's not really in the stars for you. So that sort of turned my attitude about astrology off because, you know, I was like, I don't care what you say. I'm going to make it happen. And I did. And it's lasting. I was laughing because this is a story about my husband and sorry for going astray. But so I was yelling at my husband because on some mornings I make him an egg sandwich before he goes to work. Some people say I spoil him and I shouldn't do that. And then, you know, everybody's got an opinion. But in the meantime, this is what I do. Uh, it's a love offering. So, but sometimes he doesn't eat it. And then I get really mad, you know? So I was giving him a hard time today because he didn't eat it. So he sent me a video of him eating his egg sandwich. <laughs> I was hysterical. I'm like, and so this is the man I married. So things are good. Cause to me, that was highly entertaining. <laughs> like I never would have dreamed of that anyway. So the astrologers for me were wrong. And, and I had a girlfriend who was super into astrology who looked at my chart and she said, well, I can see why they said that because you have such a strong independent streak running through everything that they just didn't see that opportunity for you. I'm like, all right, well, I can forgive them, but I didn't like it. So <laughs> <laughs> for a long time, you've had an interest in you. And it kind of was one of those things that felt like home. It was familiar. Mm -hmm. You've done it before. Then you just kind of what stumbled over or you just discovered or how did you encounter galactic astrology? Yeah, it's uh, actually a pretty new program offered by Julia Balaz. And she put this certification to become a practitioner together and how the universe works, right? And and this has happened for me many, many times now in my life. I got placed in front of her offering. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. and, and that happens online, right? We're we're meant to come across things that we are awake and, and see it, right? Tune into synchronicities. That's what happens. So that's yeah. what happened in this case. And I've learned through the years, I know these things now are happening. But it, so there's nothing really that needs to be be taking place more than that synchronicity. And so I don't have another explanation. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> you don't need another one. That was perfectly acceptable, of course. Galactic meaning star seed, meaning you come from different areas. And I've heard that we're all kind of hybrid and, you know, you might have a little Sirius and a little Mentaka or a little Polaris, but I'm only on the most superficial bit of knowledge. I know almost nothing. You, on the other hand, have now been certified. <laughs> <laughs> 
So dig in. What's, yeah. What is this? So about? why um, the first question that I often kind of go to because that's exactly what you just asked. Like, why is this important? Yeah. Why would I ever benefit from knowing what my galactic heritage is? You know, we we toss around a lot of uh, terminology. There's been a lot of talk about star seeds, and and that's very human to trying to label, <laughs> put labels on things. Yeah. And it's very human to to be able to understand what we're talking about. But if we take a higher perspective to that, uh, is the fact that our soul is vast, and we are so much more than just a body here on earth right now, you know, making egg sandwiches, right? Yes. <laughs> the opportunity here is to go beyond traditional astrology that I call, I call it traditional astrology, because it is about our own solar system and the energies that are rotating around the sun, right? But galactic astrology is bringing us out to our soul's journey beyond our solar system. And it's like we, if you're curious about your soul's history beyond this life, this is also tapping into what your soul has experienced and what you can actually see in your astrology chart. And the whole purpose of this is to help us relate to our multidimensional self. And astrology is an energy system, whether it's galactic astrology or any other modality in astrology, it's helping us to, to interpret our uniqueness about us. And if anyone is curious about learning more about ourselves, astrology is, is a great way for us as humans to, <laughs> to kind of understand it. Mm. Okay, so what was the name of the woman who came up with this program? Julia Balaz, uh, and there are many others that are into okay. galactic astrology, but Julia packaged it in a way and bringing in her experience as a past life regressionist. And what actually happened was she started off with doing thousands of past life regressions and, and she found commonalities with people's soul history recall uh, when they were talking about lives on other planets or uh, in fixed stars, for example. And she went back, because she's also an astrologer, she went back to the person's natal chart and could pinpoint out, exactly validate the constellations that they have brought up in their soul's journey with their placements in their chart. So with that, she realized, huh, <laughs> I might be onto something here to basically put the outer layer of alignments or aspects into a, a natal chart. Indigenous people, too. This is nothing new, really. We're just all bringing back ancient wisdom of how to relate to ourselves and the divine, really, because indigenous people were following the fixed stars and, and being multidimensionally connected. I have a strong sense that that's what's going on here for us now in, in modern times. We're reconnecting to our multidimensional self. And, you know, this galactic perspective uh, invites us to return to being a galactic citizen, you know, rather than just like, okay, I'm going to work and I'm rather than earthling. I'm, yeah. Does that help? Oh, of course, of course. But then I want to hear more. Like you don't have it in front of you. Do you have to run a program or like, how does it work? Like, what could you tell me about my galactic you know, obviously I'm not going to get a whole reading in the middle of the, you know, the podcast, but like, is there something you can just say, oh, well, from this and this, you, you know, like, how does it work? 
Yeah. If you're, and you're absolutely right that even if we go to a, um, a website, let's say, because you can get your galactic chart for free through galacticastrochart.com. And that's the website that Julia is running. You can get your free galactic chart there. But what's going to come out is, you know, what do you do with that chart? So a reading is always going to be a combination of a download of what's relevant in that chart for you right now. Just having a chart is, is not going to give you much specifics about your own soul's journey and, and your what's important in that chart for you. But yeah. Well, that's the same as just having an ast you know, astrology chart. You still have to interpret it. And exactly. Yeah, yes. I totally get it. Tell me, what are some of the kinds of things? I mean, maybe you need to talk about yourself, but I want to hear real specifics. I like to get into the details and the nitty gritty, or to me, once it's just touching the surface. So let's get ask, in, ask, girl. Ask the questions and I okay, will, good. what do you want to know? <laughs> where are you? Where have you been? Where are you from? And where are you going? Do you know any of that? <laughs> About me? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I have done some readings on myself, but honestly, I, I would prefer a galactic astrologer to do my own reading, oh. but I have very strong connections to Andromeda and Beta Centauri. Oh. Uh, yeah. And and I also, I'm glad you're bringing this up because often in, in the spiritual community, we, we often want like, oh, you're a star seed. Where are you from? What we learn is that, and what you just said earlier as well, is that we have our soul's history is vast. So we have experience with multitude of constellations and places in the universe as one single souls. I often don't <laughs> agree with like, okay, I can't say I'm from Lyra, for example, and that's it. That's end of the story. No. <laughs> okay. So it's much more complex than that. And that's where the intuitive bit comes in, right? Because if we want to gain insight about galactic astrology or, or our soul's journey, right? It has to be to a purpose to actually serve us in this life because all the incarnations we have had up until today here is actually a result of of our soul's history so far so it, it has to be relevant okay to how so we improve this life right and that's how we hone in on in as part of the chart what is relevant now because it, it does not matter what you know some of the things and that we did you know millions of years ago all right but my question is if you don't want to do you talk about one of your clients you won't say the name or whatever but what did they get out of it that open their eyes or change their direction or confirm something they knew all along or that's what I'm looking for. All of those things. Yes. For example, I had one client that always had this sense that she was connected to, you know, the angelic realm. And once she came to me, I could clearly pinpoint down exactly, yes, she actually had her soul origin in the angelic realm. And so, what that did for her yeah. was that she was completely out of self-doubt about this now. She could open up her connection to her home frequency, if you will, without doubting herself or without like, so that's the impact of how a reading, for example, can, can be for someone. It really is to take us out of the limitations that we put on ourselves in this life and validate who we truly are and the energy that we actually have naturally within us. 
So it's like a confirmation validation just helps you know. And the specifics about this is that it's the fixed star, the royal star formal hout. Say it again, the royal star. Yeah, they're uh, one of the four royal stars she had in her chart, all over her chart had the royal star Fomalhaut, which is linked into the angelic realm, specifically Archangel Gabriel, actually. But just by her receiving this information opened her completely up to her natural connection to that frequency. So there are four royal stars. That's what you're saying? And yes. So it's uh, Fomalhaut. For, I, like to me, it sounds like H-A-U-T-E, Hout. Is that right? It's spelled F-O-M-A-L-H-A-U-T, Fomalhaut. Fomalhaut. Fomalhaut, yes. And that's one of them. What's the, what are three other ones? So the other royal stars are Regulus, Aldebaran, and Antares. Yeah. And these are just examples, of, but these are the royal, what's considered in myth, the royal stars, right? But there's, I would say, about 100 fixed stars that we currently are able to plot out in someone's astrology chart to kind of track. We're, we're also, I'm, I'm personally also working with asteroids and, and other, you know, planetary bodies, uh, because all of them are carrying archetypal energies that are giving us information about someone's unique energy imprint. Oh my God, that sounds very complicated. It's not. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it, there's a little bit of interpretation to make. Yeah. I mean, when you have a hundred variables, a mm-hmm. that's a lot of variables. Yeah. yeah. But all of them may not apply to one person, right? So that's well, and, the, that's the thank beauty. God. Yeah. Thank, <laughs> thank God. goodness for that. That would push me right over the edge. I'm like a hundred <laughs> stars. So, okay. Stupid question time. No questions are stupid. If you've already been an angel, what the heck would you be doing on earth? Like what, what, I mean, that seems like we're going backwards, angelic realm and retrograde, you know, what's going on? Mm, Great question, actually. And one soul is never done evolving. Sure. And there, there are ways that we can do so. And one of them is to come to earth. To experience duality, for example. (laughs) Like as earthlings, we want to think that this is the cool place to come, obviously. And you can grow faster if you come to earth because it's so freaking hard, which I don't think could be possibly true that this would be the hardest (laughs) place. Not that I've been having only the time of my life, you know, there I've had my own struggles or whatever, but comments. Yeah. It, it really is what you believe at the end of the day. And to believe that the universe outside Earth is like uh, rainbows and fairies and, and nothing, uh, like well, in the universe, it, it exists the same polarities, you know, the ones and the zeros. It's it, The universe is made up of numerology, basically. Ones and zeros, it exists out there as well, not just on Earth. So when, just as an example, what, things that we've learned about the galactic wars, for example, between other beings out there that we may also as a soul being part of that can be uncovered in a reading and the reason for us to revisit that energy is to come to earth and and actually learn from that because everything is energy right even if we have been experiencing something in the constellation of orion for example millions of years ago we may have reminiscence of of that energy with us here that we are still working on unfinished business (laughs) i know I'm connected to Orion because 
All I have to do is look up and I always see Orion in the sky. Yeah. Always. It's like, aren't there any other stars? Why do I always see that one? You know, as, since I was a kid, I was laughed. And then when I found out that the pyramids were all mapped on Orion as That's right, know, I was like, what? That is crazy stuff. So anyway. So I wouldn't be surprised if you yeah. can find uh, prominent alignments in your chart to Orion. Yes. And yeah. that's often how it happens. The natural affinity to something is is speaking to us, right? So, so I love get- that you brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. So you're getting all Star Trek on me, you know, because I'm thinking the Galactic Wars and did you ever watch Star Trek? Not really. I, I was never into, I grew up in Sweden and we oh, had okay, very uh, few of those shows, uh, you know, when I grew up decades ago. <laughs> <laughs> on Star Trek, Worf was a Klingon. <laughs> and I don't know, they probably made up Klingon or not because it was Kittimer, the Kittimer colony. And they had wars with the Romulans and whatever. So this is what you're talking about. These kind of way out there things that have happened in the gazillion years that we have existed. Yes. I mean, it's it's a dynamic where we are part of on Earth, obviously. And it's definitely something that has to do with the experience of energy that we as a soul really are into, whether we're in human body or not, or any type of other being's body. Ultimately, we're balancing energy as we go through our soul journey. And in some life, we have, <laughs> you know, the vacation lifetime. In some lives, we decide to take on a heavier energy load. And and that's where the experience as an individual soul comes from. At least that's how it's recalled from many, many souls' journeys that have been uncovered. So is there something you could share, you'd be willing to share from your own experience? Probably going through this, you traded readings with people and stuff. What has come up for you that you're like, yeah, that explains a lot? Yeah. I have seen a lot of alignments between Lyra and Orion and that because I'm also a spiritual life coach. And when I learn more about people's past in their current life, there is a way uh, of recognition in terms of the energy that they work with. Different people, different souls, or maybe same souls, who knows? (laughs) The energetic dynamic is is often very similar to the interactions that I can see between constellations or experiences in their galactic chart. And that has not just happened once. Now, also, each person who does this work gets a certain amount of type of souls, if you will. And I have found that I often, souls that are coming to me are often a very advanced master souls. Oh, then I'll have to make an appointment. Yes, you should. You should. <laughs> because if you think about it, of the millions of people you can have interactions with in a day, there are a handful of people that you do interact with or, or hundreds of people, but there's math in this, right, too. The the likelihood of interacting with anyone has a, a, a reason specifically. So yes, I wouldn't be surprised if you, Ronnie, and I have had interactions in the past lives, because the likelihood of of you and I getting together is like when we have billions of people to choose from. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, you know, they um, talk about us being from soul families and, you know, you often hang out with your soul family and sometimes you do interact with people from other soul families. Yeah. But now yeah. you're talking about star families, which is even further afield than just little 
Earth's old families. Yeah, exactly. And there, that's why I, I can see a pattern now of people that come to me have a certain soul history, specifically very strong connections to, to Andromeda, uh, often what we call originator souls that have coming from very high dimensions. I'm sure there's a purpose for that because I have fellow practitioners who are getting very much a different profile of galactic heritage that they see as a pattern within their client base. Of course, there is some sort of recognition soul by soul here to uh, why I'm doing this versus somebody coming to me, right? But Orion, Lyra, Andromeda... I would also say the formal hout <laughs> is is I've seen many times that alignment to to the angelic realm in my clients. Mm. So oh, uh, let's go back to that. So I was talking about why would she come back here, and you said because now she might be going deeper in a particular area or something. Yeah, and there's also this need for advanced souls like yours to come here to Earth to to support energy consciousness. And it's not that all of us have the same purpose or, or mission here, right? And there's no better or worse, right? This just is. But it's clearly so that if we look at cycles out in the universe, like some of the asteroids that I'm tuning into have 11,000 year orbit and is now very close to Earth. You know, why is that? <laughs> you know, what's the likelihood of an impactful energy body like that being right close to Earth now. So if we tap into all of these synchronicities, there are reasons for us being here now. Well, I was listening to Greg Braden on Next Soul Level podcast. I think that's what it's called. And he was saying that 2012 was the end of some 5,000 and something year cycle. And that there's been all these waves of, I can't remember if it was 5,200 years or I can't remember what the number he used, but it was over 5,000. And that so we're in a new cycle now. And so, and two cycles ago was when it, so Atlantis was supposedly... It was a big asteroid or a bunch of asteroids hit the earth around 12,000 years ago. And that's what caused Atlantis to sink. And that's what Noah's Ark is about. And so the Atlanteans spread out all over the world, creating other centers. And they talked about how the city of or the land of Ur between the Tigris and the Euphrates was only one of the originations of what we have today at the beginning of the 5,000, or actually before 2012, you know, the beginning of that period, there were five epicenters, not just Ur, you are from ancient history, because it was the Atlanteans who all spread out. And also how Antarctica, they've dug down deep enough from a biological perspective where they found plants that were from the tropics. Mm -hmm. Another theory is that wasn't the South Pole. <laughs> At some point, that must have been near the equator or the whole Earth was warmer or something, you know. I don't know how that factors in. Have you encountered stuff about Atlantis and doing this? And Absolutely. Oh, good. Yes. What, like, what kind of things can you tell me about Atlantis from doing this? Yeah, so um, both Lemuria and Atlantis are often coming up in when I, I research someone's Earth soul journey on Earth, because yeah. that's also part of it, right? We have had incarnations in the galactic realm before we come to Earth for the first time. And both Atlantis and Lemuria have strong energies present in our current society, right? There's this unfinished business that, that needs to be resolved or not repeated again. That's where the energetic learning comes in. It's all energetics, right? Mm. 
we want to put often evolution on a timeline and that's very human to do because we need to be able to relate to sure. it time-wise but yep. in the universe there is really no time right so everything that we have experienced in the past is actually happening now right but it's valid to ask because atlantis and lemuria are archetypal energies that were in place on earth for reasons right it's for evolution for yeah. you know masculine and feminine energies ones or and zeros like or however you want to put a label on energy balance that we're all part of but it's been very evident in many readings i've done that there is clearly a link to Atlantis and or Lemuria in their past soul history on Earth and further kind of to the galactics from there. And often it, they're here now yeah. <laughs> to, I've heard a to lot reverse about, that energy. I've heard a lot about people from Atlantis being here now or Lemuria that there's a big influx of them coming back. And it's so funny because my girlfriend and I once were invited to this gathering of women and it was in, you know, it's in the late nineties probably. And they were all talking about downloads and the download codes and all this stuff. And she and I just kept looking at each other. And at some point, I don't remember, they said something about Lemuria and the land of Mu and this and that. And we looked at each other and I said, I don't know about you, but we must be from Atlantis because I have no idea what they're talking about. You know, we were just hysterical. And I can't tell you how many times something like that has come up. It's just such a bizarre thing to come out of my mouth. But we have just laughed about it for decades, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? Whatever we resonate with, what is our truth? Even if somebody next to us or best friend or whatever is not resonating with a certain conversation or an energy, it may mean that they don't really, you know, it's not their truth. But because that's the validation we require when we grow, right? It doesn't matter what I say as a reader. I'm just a filter. But what really resonates with you is your truth. So let's say you feel right. strong affinity for Atlantis and you, right. you talk about it, you're curious about it. That means likely without going into your Akashic records oh, no. that of you have. I was, there. I was <laughs> probably there have. many times. Yeah. And I get very yeah. offended when they just go on and on about how Lemuria was better than Atlantis. I'm like, no, it's not. No. And that's no, so human just... to say, oh, this was better <laughs> than that, right? There, there is no better or good or bad. Ultimately, there is really not that it's not that that's not what the conversation is about right it's just so funny to me you know like what a waste of time for me to get all upset about people dissing Atlantis when I believe in Atlantis but we still don't really have any proof so it's just so funny you know what goes on in our brains but yeah, yes and what I, you're talking about could mean that that I feel that way because I was there and I think I was there you know, many times I did a reading for a woman recently. She wanted to know what her happiest past life was, which no one had ever asked me that before. And honestly, that's not the kind of thing I usually look for. I usually go looking for problems. Like what's the root cause of whatever you're struggling with right now? That's usually because I'm all about being effective and productive and useful, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, all right, I don't know. I'll go look. It was really interesting because the first thing that came up was that she was from Sirius and I saw this blue star kind of thing and then immediately slammed into the next scene, which was Atlantis. And she had lived <laughs> in Atlantis at the high period, not at the end where things were falling apart and they were abusing their power. <laughs> 
at that point where it was beautiful and peaceful. It was harmonious. Yeah. And it was gorgeous and things were smooth. And she was happy because I got a little insight into the incredible and enormous beauty of what that was like, which I had yeah. never encountered before. Beautiful. So that was, you yeah. know, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And so- she would likely have an alignment to Sirius clearly in her chart, if you were to go to her chart and look at it, because that's what happens when we feel that affinity, it means something, right? Because we still carry that energy. We're still connected, have access to that energy. Yeah. If we go back to the original question, why is it important now? Yeah. It's because we here on earth are in general, not multidimensional beings. We are third dimensional type of beings that uh, at least our consciousness is, is not connected to that multiverse, if you will. <laughs> and, but the opportunity is to be, and this is a tool to connect back with energy that is natural to us. I love that. And there's so much more to each individual than what we relate to. And I I love that too, because it's like, who, who, what can I learn about myself today? Or what can I learn about my family today? What can I learn about how I, I can expand? It's like a little adventure. There's an adventure there in discovery. Yes. Yes, there is. There is because we often put so much limitation on ourselves, and it's a, it's a way to kind of remove that, those layers of limitation, ultimately. Well, that has great value. So thank you so much for sharing that with us today. I have to say, I've been getting your newsletters. You've been talking about this for a while. I'm like, what is she talking about? I have to- <laughs> I'm glad you were, you were coming to me. Thank you so much for sharing that today. Do you have a free gift you want to share with the listeners? Yes, I have a free gift on my website, rikasullivan.com. My seven-step guide to connect with your intuition or listen to your intuition, because part of it is also to open up our natural gifts yeah and start to not just rely on what the mind is is coming up with because that keeps us limited and the sooner we open up to our intuitive gifts open up our hearts we are also connected to our galactic history our soul essence thank you ronnie for inviting me i had so much fun there's so much more to say but oh i'm sure this is a little nugget (laughs) (laughs) that's right we can only do a sample today all right well thanks again it was a blast I've got a gift for you that could change your life if you have a big decision hanging over your head. Are you struggling with your choices and sick of it? I've been in your shoes feeling miserable not knowing the right way to go. That's why I asked the universe for a sign. What a relief! I got an answer in a couple of hours. Discover the super simple method in a 30-minute program I created so you can learn how to use this no-fail process that works every time. Visit intuitiveedge.biz slash sign to get free access and make that decision quickly and easily. It's my gift to you. Thank you for listening today. If you're curious about intuitive coaching or a past life reading, please visit breatheloveandmagic.com. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate it or write a review and subscribe to never miss an episode and share the magic with a friend. This is Ronnie and Ryan wishing you love and magic. Thank you.